I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS, growing five inches in 1984. Brian gets physical, physical. Suck my tongue. You'll get no Freddies, no Five Guys, and no Lieutenant Yar. Produce and sell Goebbels. The president. Too lazy for a Hawaiian shirt. Neither take straws nor leave straws. Blinded by the black light. Take a gun, leave a gun. Microsoft free in 2023. Clams full of sand don't feel right on the tongue. Star Wars Still skywalking. Every Steven everywhere all at once. Looking for Hitler in all the wrong podcasts with Jury and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. P.S. Don't cry. Video games. They seem to have captured America's imagination and its pocket change as well. Around here, we don't like coffee. We love it. The Morning Stream. What do you say? We get nipple to nipple. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to TMS. It's uh, Monday, April 10th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, and that right there is Spider Ibit. That's right. The amazing Spider Ibit. That's a cool shirt. Uh, I like it. Thanks. Yeah, this is, um, I've had this one. This is one of the, probably the oldest shirts in my collection of t-shirts is the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man yeah. uh, in, red on black. And your vast array of t-shirts, this one is. That's uh, right. Yeah. Today would have been a really good day. Well, yeah, I was going to say, today would have been a really good day to do a, um, uh, a Hawaiian shirt. I do have physical therapy later, and I just was too lazy to say, I'll wear a Hawaiian shirt for the show and then change into a t-shirt for PT, but sure, uh, whatever. Sure. I'll, I'll change into a, a Hawaiian shirt afterwards because I'll probably go and lift for a little bit. I mean, the, the weather's real nice, you know? It's gorgeous. High 70s, yeah. going to be mid 80s this oh, week, oh and then gosh. snow, rain and snow <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> Hello, Colorado. It's pretty effed up the way that works this time of the yeah. year. But uh, yeah, we, we had the most like radiant, sunny, amazing uh, Easter ever. Mm-hmm. And then we're also expecting more snow. 
But we're all in the 70s today. For t- for today alone, maybe. I don't know. I'd probably get out with the dog and try to take advantage of some of that. But, uh, yeah. Welcome, yeah, for welcome sure. to Utah, been, Colorado, mountain weather. It's weird up here. Dude, I've been uh, actually getting out on the bike. So not doing the, the uh, indoor stationary bike, but actually getting out and doing the bike. First day... <laughs> On the um, first day of the year, first day since I've been doing physical therapy on my back and my leg, yeah. and uh, got out there and did a ride, and, and I get to this hill, and I'm like, oh, I could totally go for it. I yeah. shouldn't. It's probably too much. Yeah. And I said, screw it. I went for it. Yeah. And I did. Yeah. And I was hurting later that day. I was hurting a lot later that day, oh. which happened to be uh, Saturday, and, and went to the Mammoth game that night and was like struggling going up the stairs from our seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's okay but, though. Uh, I think that's good. It's sometimes a good hurt. you got to push yeah, it's a good it. Hurt. Yeah, a good hurt. A good workout hurt. Yeah, you know? and I've decided um, the MS one fifty this year. Doing it. I don't care. I may not finish it. I may not finish both days. I may not even finish the first day. But number one, gonna start, and I'm just gonna basically take it pedal by pedal, uh, rest stop by rest stop, and go as far as I can. Secondly, most importantly going to raise the money for ms because that's really what's important it's less about me getting on the bike and doing it more it's about about giving money to microsoft oh wait not that ms wait a minute different ms Uh, oh different ms sorry Um, different uh, ms uh, Um, so i will have my um my bike ms page uh i've already got it i just need to create the the short link to it yeah um which I haven't done. I haven't done it. <laughs> haven't done it yet. Well, don't worry, you'll do it. Yeah. So I'll do it and then uh people can can throw a few bucks my way if they if they're cool with that. Um, um That's awesome. And then they should because June, it's a good good cause. When is it? June, June something? 24th. It's coming fast, man. It is coming fast and um you know, I don't have a whole lot of training time between now and then, but I'm going to do what I can. And uh isn't that that's I think that's the uh the week of uh Secret Invasion, I believe. Oh, I thought you were going to say Diablo 4, and you're right about that, too. So, uh, <laughs> Two very important things. Yeah, coming very up very week. important stuff coming up in June. Uh, yes. A charity bike ride, uh, a video oh, game, think, uh, and TV. Yeah. Across the Spider-Verse? No, something. Oh, they're a big movie? Something else, uh, some other movie. Oh, Indiana Jones, I think, is that, that Friday. I'm such a sucker for that last trailer. I can't help it. Holy cow! No, I kidding. can't help it. Even if this thing is shit, they've got me because the the music is burned into our souls, right? So when yeah. you hear that, yeah. and then doing like a special hyper arrangement of it, and I'm just yes. sitting there going, Scott, you sucker! You're such a sucker! You're all in on this! You're going! This yeah. is it! And then my brain goes, Yeah! And, and James Mangold's never ba- made a movie I didn't like. So then, yeah. then I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! And then it can't be worse than Crystal Skull. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, I got, <laughs> <laughs> big thanks big thanks for setting the bar low with number four folks yeah nice and low uh, yeah but phoebe waller bridge come on come she's on great. she can she is another person who can do no more wrong no no wrong in my eyes and uh uh she is the second best of all the phoebes I that's think. right i agree second best only only second one su- supersedes the the, the yes, great phoebe waller bridge that one is a little tiny phoebe yeah she's yet to prove herself but we'll see how things go <laughs> um real quick here brian yeah. Uh, before I get to the morning forum, which we'll do here in a second, I've been barraged with news. Speaking of people we thought we knew, <laughs> or maybe we do, and it's just a weird culture thing. I don't. I can't get my head around this. Will someone explain to me why the Dalai Lama is in every headline today? And here's the headline: Dalai Lama, a renowned Tibetan spiritual leader, apologizes for asking a boy to suck his tongue. What? <laughs> 
And when I first saw it, I went, okay, is this an Onion article? What am I looking at here? So I kept digging and digging and digging. No, this is a thing. He's apologizing for sucking some or asking some kid to suck his tongue. I don't know the context. I don't either. Is yeah, look at that. It's all over, and it's not just you know CNN, BBC, it's the everything. Times, it's NPR, everything. Yeah, it's not Reuters. just like it's not like New York Post having a laugh here. It's like a thousand <laughs> articles from a million reputable Are sources. A laugh? Are you having a laugh? I don't yeah. get it. I, don't, yeah. I need all to right. know. We need more details. I need time more to details. The Dalai Lama, Scott. Let's cancel the Dalai Lama. Yeah, it's his time. It's his turn. I guess. So he said, "Hey, Dolly, how about a little something for the effort?" <laughs> Oh man! All right, so there's that. Uh, let's get to let's get to this. Stand back and check your personal belongings. It's time for the morning form. It's time for the morning form. That's right. Last week we uh, had the topic of uh, what was our topic? Best TV week? genre. That's right. Best 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 TV best. genre. And uh, we had you know such answers as science fiction, comedy, and so on. Uh, science fiction ran away with it. Uh, 35.7% of the total vote, which is the vast majority of votes. Uh, second was comedy. People like a good laugh. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? That's my question too. Uh, fantasy at number, uh, number three there with 30, I'm sorry, 11% of the vote. Uh, and uh, rounding that out, animation with 7%. And then everything else is just kind of scattered. Cop dramas in there at a decent level, uh, 5% for action adventure and so on. Uh, one of the lowest, 1% for drama, which is interesting. 1% for revenge. Uh, somebody <laughs> added uh, MMFR for uh, a category that has 0.3%. Yeah, so... So anyway, uh, y'all did real good. Thanks for filling that out. However, sacrificing a goat on Scott's altar. That's right. right. Thank you very much. The gods smile upon ye. You'll have a good does year. Doesn't make you. Doesn't get you an automatic win though. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's all random. And their random winner this week is lobotomy patient. Lobotomy patient <laughs> is his name. Uh, lobotomy patient. I have your email. I'll send you a note today or an email today and uh, hook you up with your prizes. Uh, congratulations! You won a frog pants print and sticker pack. Now. For today's yep. uh, or this week's morning form, uh, it's best fast food. And Brian Ooh, has already chastised me for leaving off an obvious one. All right. <laughs> I did. Forgive uh, me, Scott, for, for calling out the glaring uh, error of not including uh, Freddy's on this list. Yeah. But, uh, I tried to uh, do you, it. You in, can be forgiven. You can be forgiven. Thank you. I tried to do it in post. It wouldn't let me. Uh, I guess once you have votes, you can't go change your form. Yeah. No. Um, but anyway, you can add it if you'd like. And uh, even if. You know, if people, a bunch of people add Freddy's, then it will add as, you know, you could win still. It could still be the winner. It's yeah. entirely possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So go vote your conscience. Add one if you didn't see it. I know there are a lot of regional stuff that I don't know about. So this is a lot of top of my head kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the usual suspects, Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, they're all on there, but a few mm-hmm. others. Anyway, if you go to frogpants.com slash the morning form, you'll not only get your vote heard, but you'll have a chance to win uh, a prize package next week. So get in there uh, today and get that going. We do these on Mondays. Frogpants.com slash the morning form. Okay. I got to share something with you that freaked me the F out. Love it. Can't wait. Last night or yesterday, we had a big family uh, reunion. Not reunion. What do you call it? Just an Easter get together. Get together? Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I call it a reunion. (laughs) People traveled far and wide from downstairs in another room to yep. uh, from maybe across town. Yeah, the farthest people traveled was Orem, which is 25 minutes south. So wasn't that much of a reunion. But anyway, my mom came and she had a big envelope of stuff. 
that I had or that she had kept from when I was a kid. Uh, things from when I was like two, three years old all the way up till I was like in high school. And I don't know what they're in the mood for right now. I think they're doing end of life stuff, but they're basically just finding all the memorabilia they've got that, that they can make sure other people get scan in, keep do whatever they're going to do with it. And, uh, she brought me this list that I made in, on January 17th, 1984. Really? Okay. I'm going to show the document on the chat so they can see the actual authenticity of said document. Yeah. Let me see. I want to see it as well. And I want uh, somebody to verify, uh, do a, do a, uh, yeah, you know, we need litmus we, test on the paper to yeah. make sure it's 1984 paper. Yeah, somebody check the acid content on Look that paper. Look at right? that. So here, I'm going to read some of these. Those at home will enjoy this in the <laughs> the audio uh, world. So uh, for my goals for the 84, way, well, can we before we even get started, can we talk about that signature? It's ridiculous. It's over the top <laughs> and dumb. Look at that <laughs> dumb thing. I used to think that was cool. It's not cool. I'm trying to think of. There's only one other person I can think of in recent years who's got a signature that is that over the top and huge. It's, uh, or, or maybe not huge, but huge. Is yeah, maybe huge the is the I'm right thinking. word. It's very ver- verbose, no doubt. Um, <laughs> but here are some of the things, just some of the yes. things that I put as goals for the year 1984. I was okay. 14 turning 15 that year for, for context. No bugging Matt is number one. Which is, yep, we, all right. And uh, did, did you, uh, no, how'd you do on that one? No, I still bug Matt. Continue to bug Matt. I okay. bug him now. Right. I bug him to this day. I bug him. Uh, uh-huh. Put a cartoon in the newspaper. Ding. I actually did that that year, but it was like a local, like free thing that you could buy, you know, just, you know, those things you got, you get downtown, it'd be like free newspaper. Yes. Like the, yep. The, uh, the right. village voice kind of, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it was one of those. And still, you really could have actually, like, um, just take one of your cartoons, actually physically put it into the newspaper, rolled the newspaper up and said, check, I yeah. put a cartoon in the newspaper. Yeah, I could have easily faked that one, but I yeah, did actually yeah. do that one. That's, that's cool. Here's one. To get good grades, I wrote. Mm-hmm. Didn't do that. Never did yeah. that. Nope. Um, next up, to produce and sell gerbils. Did that. <laughs> produce gerbils. Yeah, I produced gerbils. Um, it's By funny. The, way, yeah. the, the spelling of uh, gerbils also kind of emphasizes the to get good grades. Yeah, com- terrible spelling. <laughs> There's a few of those here. Yeah. Uh, learn programming for Apple. I did do some of that. I wrote. I made my own little uh, adventure game, space adventure game, mm, right. on an Apple II E, I think. Uh, to at least try making a movie, I made a bunch of dumb, stupid yeah, video Yeah, your clips. little uh, burning Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. yeah, that would have been that year, yeah. I think. Something like that. That would have counted, sure, for sure. Uh, to try at least making a movie, uh, or I read that. To gain yeah. 20 pounds, didn't do that until much later. No, but boy, have we succeeded in that in our later years, though, right? Yeah, like, I was such a skinny kid. I just was, I was never yeah. able to gain weight. Now, I sure could want to reverse that one. Um, <laughs> get Eagle for Scouts, didn't do it. Hmm. I got close. Uh, but when you turn 15, suddenly girls were more interesting than stupid Scouts. Uh, grow five inches in 1984. I don't no, know. Is that, is that, that really is 1984? Yeah, that's oh, yeah, a, I guess that's it is. I was going to say it looks like 1989, but yeah, you do have a curl on your four. Wait, just grow five inches in that year. Yeah. Yeah, which makes no sense. And I certainly didn't do that, but I was already yeah, getting kind of tall. That's a weird goal. Yeah. yeah. I don't know right. why I did that. You think that's weird. Yeah. Let's keep going. Make okay. lots of money. <clears throat> didn't do that. No. To be an artist and cartoonist, gerbils. which is weird. <laughs> uh, thing to say for 84. Uh, draw for the president, who would have been Ronald <laughs> Reagan at the time. Yeah, draw for them. Yeah, draw for the president, or as I started to type and crossed out, Pez, and then I crossed that out, president. president. Sure, that's, yeah. that's where you lift Ronald Reagan's head and a little piece of candy comes out. Yeah, that's my understanding. Improve my basketball, which 
should say improve my game, my playing or something about instead of sounds sure. like I'm improving I like it to improve ball. on my basketball. Oh yeah, improve on my basketball. <laughs> to keep, I don't know if I did that or not, so that's unknown. Yeah. Uh, to keep my room clean all year, no way, probably not even that day. Yeah, that was bullshit right there. Um, let's see. To be at least at every video, to be best at every video game there is. <laughs> Which just is a weird thing wow. for anyone to say. That's yeah. a, uh, I mean, there's, there's, uh, they tell you that the acronym is uh, SMART, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez, I can't even remember what the S is. The M is maintainable, A is achievable, and S R is, is. Oh, R. What, what is, is R? S? What the heck is S? Sustainable? Sustainable, maybe? No. Uh, specific. That's it, right. Specific. Um, maintainable, measurable, measurable. Right, okay, God, look at this. I'm already attainable. Uh, T is task focused, or, or, or no? Uh, uh, golly, <laughs> it's been a long time. Since oh, I've Dale even heard Carnegie, it. Yeah. the ghost of Dale Carnegie is going to come get He's me. He's still haunting you. Um, yes. Then I said, and here's where things get weird. To <laughs> to, uh, yes. to collect three thousand business cards. 3,000. I was really I, a, in such a weird goal. It's of, a like, weird, weird goal number. of collecting any of them. Like I had this thing with yeah. business cards. I still have a box somewhere of the collection that I had then. And I love, for whatever reason, I was into collecting business cards. I thought they were hmm. so cool. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, eat as much as possible. That was part of the gain weight thing. Just what a, uh, what a goal. Was that, was that, you know, the gaining 20 pounds, was that just because people told you you were too skinny or were you trying to do some wrestling or what was the... No, I was just too skinny. I just could not okay. gain weight. All, right. All my friends were like starting to look normal and I was, I looked like spaghetti boy. It just wasn't working out. I also had a, I had pretty hardcore body dysmorphia, I think. So I think I just had no uh, concept gotcha. of what I should look like. But anyway, I look okay. back now. It's just embarrassing. Um, collect 3000 bumper stickers. Oh, wow. So... Or as I wrote sticker, but with no S. Sticker. Well, um, I don't <laughs> these numbers. This three thousand for both business cards and and yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, there. what what is the why is three thousand the magic number? We know it is for Tony Stark and his uh, the, the late Tony Stark and his daughter, but uh, yeah, but I don't know why why three three thousand is the magic number here. Maybe I was I don't know predicting the future of the you were, MCU. You were saying yes, I love you three thousand bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I got collect straw cover papers. Now let yeah, me explain. Okay, this. help me with that. For like, some reason, I thought it was cool if you went, whatever restaurant you went to. You know how my thing yeah. with like taking a towel from a hotel every yeah, time? Yeah. I thought it was cool for some reason when you were done with a straw, the paper that came in, that you would fold that up and keep that and that, and you could have a whole bunch of those. And like basically have a, a display of all the different yeah. paper, co- straw, paper cover. Yeah. It was a quantity thing more than a, like, they're not rare yeah. or anything. It's not like they were going to be worth oh, anything. Oh, God, no, no. And and sadly, many of them don't have any printing, so they're just white. Exactly. Bland white things. Um, how come not 3,000 of those, by the way? I don't know. I don't know. That's, isn't that weird? It's very <laughs> no, weird. It's weird. It feels like that would have been another place for a 3,000. Yeah, I think, I think it's inconsistent that I didn't go yeah. with that number. And then my final note was to go with one girl for three months, which implies... <laughs> That implies two things. One, either I'm going with too many girls too often and and, and breaking up with them and then going right to the next one, which is definitely not true. (laughs) Or it implies that I was really, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't say good things about me. You know, if it's anything like my my history to... uh, 
to make a girl not want to dump me in two and a half months. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just a, a better way of saying it. I probably should have put it that way. Yeah. Now, the one thing I want to point out, this weird bit up at the top where I put goals for 84. There's yeah, an N yeah. underneath. And maybe I started right. writing no bugging map, but I don't know why I've got like this whole column over here. Like, what was I doing there? And there's stuff on the back, but it's my mom's writing. It's not me. Okay. Yeah, because I can see the word basketball. Like, there's another piece of paper behind this one that you took a photo of that. Yeah. You know, I think I it's see. just written on the back, so it's coming oh, through Oh, you know what light. it is? I wonder if it's, um, would that have been somebody else's list? Oh, maybe. Because I'm seeing, like, get along with, and maybe it was going to be get along with Scott Moore or something or quit. If it is, it's on the rear side, and I don't have it here with me. Right. Interesting. Right, okay. But yeah. that's that's a thing I could debug later. Um, yeah. It's yeah, uh, but the letter N. Like, nope. Yeah, it's, it's going to start doing, but I'm going to need a lot more room for some of these. So let's put it <laughs> light down the middle. Tomorrow I will share uh, an apology note I wrote for my mom. Don't know what the crime oh. was, but an apology note I wrote for my mom on the back of a paper plate, and I'll bring that tomorrow. Oh wow! Yeah. Too bad it wasn't a little short one on the back of a uh, straw cover paper. Right. Exactly. Right. Just like little tiny writing. Oh. What is your so these days? You know, we still get straws, and I my here's my deal. Um, I never ask for a straw, and I yeah. never take a straw. But when they bring them to the table, I know that those are just going to get thrown in the trash. There's nobody, there's no restaurant that brings you a paper straw, leap, puts it on the table in front of you, and then says, oh, it doesn't look like he opened it. Right. We're going to go ahead and give this to another patron. They get tossed. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be curious if there is, you know, somebody works at one that says, oh, no, if we see that it's been unopened, we'll give it to another uh, customer. Yeah. But um, when you do unwrap a straw, yeah. first off, are you a slam the straw down on the table? pull the straw out of the top or no, that's what, some what? that's some alpha male shit i i like to pull i like to tear up in the open just push it a little bit and then blow it into my wife's face <laughs> i do that every time if i can and a lot of times you know those things are leaky they don't have perfect air in there yeah so you'll go instead of just gonna blow to the left and not come off the right, straw of because there's a hole in it yeah yeah but normally i feel I blow like, it I feel like we're on the cusp of a uh, goals for 2023 <laughs> list and not bugging Kim might be at the top of that list. Yeah. Especially hanging up on phone calls that she's making from the car. Yeah. Um, all right. And so once you've got the paper off, per, uh, assuming that it's not shot across the, uh, the five guys burgers, uh, location, yeah. are you a crumple it up into a wad? Are you in a, like, I kind of fold it up and leave it on the table. What, what, uh, um, so there's two other things I'll do. And they used to do this with my kids all the time. There's two other things I'll do. So one of them is you take it into, let's see if it doesn't blow out. Okay. Yeah. Then I take it and smush it all the way down so it's like a little accordion kind of thing. And then what you do is you lay it on the table and you take the straw and you get a little bit of water in the straw. A drop of water and it does like a worm. And my kids used to love that. It's like, oh, it's like it's alive, Dad, that kind of thing. And then um, with the straw, when we're done, I wrap it between my fingers really quickly. You go so that you've just got one hyper-packed air pocket. Yep. And then Nick yep. Carter or Taylor, their job is to reach where they take turns. They reach over the table and flick it as hard as they could. And uh-huh. it will pop and the whole restaurant will hear it. And it just goes, bang, just like this huge like <laughs> bubble sound. That's how you wow. do it. That's how you do it. Okay. That I've never done. That's awesome. That's actually right. a lot of fun. If you, But you have to be really quick because the air will get out. You have to go and then yeah. quickly flick yeah. it or else you're going to have a disappointing moment. So that's what wow. you do with straws. I didn't realize how much straw straw flex I have. I have a lot of straw stuff going on. 
There's a lot going on in my straw life. Apparently so. Yeah. yeah. Living, my, that, living that straw life. That's Scott. right. And my daughter married a straw, Dylan Straw. So, <gasps> well, but now no what? No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Right. We've really, we've really <laughs> cracked it open today. So, so those of you in two weeks coming to, to uh, Viva TMS Vegas, two mm-hmm. weeks away, can't freaking believe it. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Uh, make sure to both uh, bring, Scott, both your business card and your paper, your straw paper. Yeah. And your bumper sticker. Whatever you and got. your bumper sticker. Oh, yeah. Let's yep. get him to, let's come on. Let's get him to 3,000, everybody. No, let's come do on, it. Let's well, there's no, there's never, it's never too late to fulfill your bucket list goals. Please. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um. All right. Enough of that. I need I, to it, hear about this too. Yeah, it was really fun though. We all had a bunch of. She brought them for all of us. All of us had apology letters for some reason to my mom. I guess we were apologizing yeah. all oh, the time. That's awesome. And the fact that she saved them is is sweet and also maybe a little bit um, <laughs> passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I'm going to use this against you in the future. That's like, what I said to her. I said, "Mom, what's with all these apology letters?" <laughs> she said, "I don't know. I just thought they were cute, so I kept up." Bap, bap, bap. And I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> Um, it's so that whenever you guys did something that you didn't apologize for, I could look back on the one time you did apologize. Exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Um, all right, real quick, one final thing. I had a weird dream. Yeah. And this is a single note dream. There's not a lot to tell you, except in the dream, the entire premise was when people die, normal deaths, just whoever, car accident, a heart attack, sure. a guy just old age, whatever, just people dying. Yep. We... We, in this dream, lived in a society where that meant you could do anything you wanted now with the body. And I don't mean something gross and sexy. I mean, like, you could... (laughs) Gross and sexy. Gross and sexy. I didn't quite mean it that way, but... Two more more for the... uh... 2023 goals but what it was it was almost like you know how the 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 um that that movie where the one day a year you get the the purge right where you can do whatever you want yeah the way it works is you somebody died and then that meant if you have a gun here's a gun take a gun and you can just fill that corpse full of bullets because you get to live your dream of like shooting somebody. Yeah, it's like You're, Westworld kind of, right? Like, yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. There's no dead. there's no bad circumstance with shooting a body. Right. It's already dead. Right. You can't kill a person twice. And so de- it's obviously no desecration of de- desecration of corpses, obviously. But sure. in this dream, that was not an issue and it was like, "Oh, Grandpa's dead. Quick, get the get the shotguns. This is our chance to know what it feels like to shoot a body and you get a shotgun and bang 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 and shoot Grandpa full of holes and <sighs> And that was like, that was the dream. And everybody was so cool with it. And I woke up so disconcerted. I woke up feeling just gross oh, and yeah. awful. Because I just thought, well, this is not a place I want to be. I don't want to live in that world. No. But no. anyway, I don't know how to deter. I don't know how to, like, break that dream down. I don't know how to, where that came from. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. How do you, how do you uh, parse that? Like, how do you, what I didn't is wa- that? I didn't watch a weird, well, I watched everything everywhere all at once. And by yeah. the way, I told you on film sack, but. Yeah. freaking loved it yeah can't yeah. stop thinking about that movie i don't think that's why i dreamt it but no. it's the only thing i saw that was really hyper uh you know i don't know how to it's i don't even know how to describe that movie to people i don't even know how to describe it it's the weirdest yeah. coolest damn thing i've ever seen it was so cool it's so good gosh yeah. dang it oh and you know what i had dubious oh i will say this this isn't much of a stance but here's my soapbox stance. All right. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I told you this Saturday, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great. And I'm glad she finally got an Oscar. I think that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. However, there was a better supporting actress in this movie, and she mm. got overlooked entirely. And I'm shocked yeah. by it. And I understand how Hollywood works. They give it to the elder statesmen, people who've been around for a while, never win. I get it. She's got a huge career ahead of her. But that girl that plays the daughter was so effing good. Mm-hmm. She... <laughs> The wrong person got she the award. She was really good. She was good. She had to be good in so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like different, playing different. Uh, Stephanie Sue. She had to play so many different versions of herself in this thing. Yeah, she was incredible. Yeah. And I and I just started, uh, I had this one thought: Was there some old white man on the board going, "Well, we can't have too many Asians on stage at once. That's trouble. <laughs> we need to get at least one white lady in there." Yeah. Yep. You're you're not wrong. Uh, hurry up and watch uh, Aquafina's Nora from Queens because you'll get some more Stephanie Sue. Oh, she's in that. Okay, cool. She's in that because yep. Aquafina kind of drives me nuts, but I like. Oh well, this then girl. I like this girl. I mean, a lot. this is this is Aquafina at her Aquafiniest. Oh boy. So, oh boy. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Two of them are also in uh, uh, Shang Chi too. Oh, she is the the yeah Stephanie oh. Sue is as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I want to say, is she the friend at the the beginning and the end that really doesn't, is just basically bookends the story with the same couple that oh, are... Oh, is that her? That might be her. I think so. Give maybe, her a leading yeah. role. She blew my freaking mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, That movie, though, in general, what a thing. What a thing yeah. to see. I don't even... I Still mean, good. to this moment, I'm still not quite sure how they pulled... Air. It's... You know, movies... <laughs> when movies try to do something that's ridiculous... It's mm-hmm. usually kind of a problem. Yeah. Because you're like, eh, you're kind of ruining it in your movie by trying this this level of ridiculous. This mm-hmm. movie is so well made that they do a couple in particular, a couple, I'm not going to spoil what, but two very ridiculous things in particular that should mm-hmm. be just straight up the <laughs> dumbest things I've ever seen. Instead, Something that involves, it, uh, yeah. Let's right, just say uh, it involves a part of your body. Rocks. Yeah. And another whole and and, a, and an animal that likes garbage. Let's put it that way. Oh, oh! I thought you, I thought you were going to talk about the rocks. Okay, that too. For f- yeah. that's fine too. Like you know what I'm saying? You can't get away yeah. with that 900 times out of a thousand. But right. these right. guys, yeah, my gosh, it makes me want to see that um, Swiss Army Man movie that he did before this, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. The the Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, yeah, a weird thing. Apparently, that right, movie's real weird. For the whole thing, a farting corpse. Yeah, right. they're ba- basically, and he can do anything, and he gets ridden around by that. Uh, I'll, I'll drink your milkshake, kid. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> freaking the, Paul Dano, the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks really. That looked like something I was like, ah, should I see it? Should I not? But now I want to see everything this director makes until the end of time. I loved it. Can't cool. say enough. You guys are going to get sick of me talking about that. Every once in a while, it's going to come up. Sure. You're, you're used add to it to the list. Yeah, add it to the list, everybody. All right. Uh, let's get to... Oh, there's a tiny.cc thing in here. What's this yeah, about? Yeah, I, I did that. Uh, so tiny.cc slash bike coverville 2023. If you want to donate, throw five bucks my way, 10 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. Um, raising money for uh, MS-150. And uh, um, here's the deal. When I stop riding, I'm volunteering. I'm helping out at one of the rest stops. So... Um, so I'm 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 not just like I'm done for the day. But, but regardless, it has nothing to do with my biking. It has everything to do with raising money for um, for MS yeah. and the uh, fine folks with the MS 150. It's like, not like my Aunt Barb. That's right, Aunt Barb. Is she going to go Aunt again Barb, this year? She's riding. Yeah, that's what makes me like. 
well, crap, I have to ride, right? No, oh, my back hurts a little bit. Oh, my leg hurts. Uh, Barb has MS and she's riding and she's ridden in this thing every freaking year. So uh, if, if Aunt Barb can do it, I can do it. Yeah, I'd like to see her Microsoft free just as much as the next guy. All right, so get in there. <laughs> And get it done. It's uh, somebody <laughs> somewhere. Scott is going to think you're being literal and think, "Well, I'm not donating. I hate Windows 11. I'm not donating any money to that guy." Windows Seven forever. The Clippy, Clippy, you can suck my stationary pile. I'm not giving any money to Microsoft. That's what a paperclip would suck as a stationary pile. I like that. Yeah, that's exactly. That's good. Well, there's many. Other, yeah. Tiny.cc uh, slash bike coverville 2023, everybody. All lowercase, because I think that is a thing with, with tiny.cc. It was last I checked. I assume they have not changed things. Yeah. All right. If you uh, were notified earlier in the chat room or in the uh, Discord, uh, Brian Dunaway's out today, but we're still going to play a game. And the fourth person to send me a direct message on Discord right now will get pulled into today's competition. We're going to play high low. It's going to be with me and one of you. Mm-hmm. There are prizes to be won. Mm-hmm. But you got to be the fourth person to send me a thing. Oh, I see. We got some stuff flowing in. Okay. All right. Two good. So far, so good. Yep. Yeah. Two so far. We're looking for uh, number three and four. Uh, mm-hmm. We're waiting. We're waiting. We might have number. Oh, I think number three appeared. We're waiting for number four. Number four incoming. We have a number four. Uh, 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 I think we have a number four. <laughs> Let's see if we can add. Yep. Uh, looks like it's Katrina. We're going to add her now. Oh, cool. Katie Talmo yep. from Perump. Perump. Oh, yeah, you were talking about Perump earlier. Yeah. Perfect time to bring it up again. Yeah. Katie, is this you? Hello? Hello. Hi, how hey, are you? Hey, there she is. Hello? Hello? <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she can't hear us. Can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we okay, can totally we can hear, hear you. you. Stay, wherever okay, you good. are in the house or at work. Are you at work today? I'm actually at home because we're going on vacation. We're going to be going to San Diego. Well, fun. Oh, fun. All right, be careful, right? Don't yeah. don't catch anything in San well, Diego. Well, it's funny because everybody was sick the last week. Oh. Oh, good. So right now all of your uh, immune systems are at their best. Yeah. So good. That's right. a good, good time to go. As a matter of fact... Yeah, this is a good week. If you know somebody with COVID, go give them a big kiss so that you'll be fine in two weeks for TMS Vegas. Yeah, that's exactly how it works for every single person. Do that. Do exactly exactly. that. (laughs) Yes, get it over with. Exactly. And not for me. I get sick for like a month if I get COVID. Forget that. Okay, well, don't don't kiss anybody with COVID then. Just don't get it. Also, San Diego's fun. I always like going there. What are you doing there? Uh, That's the first time going there. Excuse me. We're going to go to the beach and go to the zoo. Oh, yeah, SeaWorld as awesome. well, or uh, oh, the zoo's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to squeeze that in. We're only going to be there for three, three and a half days. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a yeah. You're hitting the, you're hitting the best things though. San Diego Zoo and the beach is one of the best. The the beaches down there are one are some of the best. So they, they are my favorite. I really like them. Yeah. I like them more than all the yeah. other California beaches. Well, that's great. I hope you have a wonderful time. And let's see if we can't make you a winner on your way out the door. How about that? That's that right. Was- Oh, Brian, go ahead. Yep. You want to explain? Nope, I'm explain. cutting people off. It's time to play high-low with Scott. I'm going to give Scott a question that has a number for an answer. Scott's going to give his answer, and then it's up to you, Katie, to guess the actual answer is higher or lower than Scott's guess. You're going to get five questions, and if you get at least three right, you're going to get a prize package that includes 911 operators, so you can pretend you're Angela Bassett in that horrible TV show, mm. and Exmorph Defense Complete Pack. Uh, both of those games, courtesy of our friend 
David Akers. Thank you, David Akers, for contributing those Steam games. I played the 911 operator. It's actually pretty fun. It's really good. It's like a sure, kind of I a play man- that in real life. Yeah, I mean, that's right. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> that's right. That is hilarious. We did not oh. mean to do that. That's funny. No, we really didn't. I forgot about that. So, um, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Not doing it now, fortunately. So this will be a little. You might get a little PTSD from. from <laughs> yeah, awesome. you can always give it to a friend. But uh, yeah, those are those are both quality products. Talk about talk about chorecore. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, question number one, Scott. Yeah. What percentage of a Twinkie is air? Oh, geez. Um, I'm going to air s- in a Twinkie. That's one big Twinkie, says Ernie Hudson. I'm going to say 40 percent air. air is incorrect. Katie, is the actual answer higher or lower than 40%? Oh, I got to think it's higher. It is absolutely higher. Uh, 68% of a Twinkie is air. The remaining 32% is made up of just 34 ingredients. Just 30? Only 34? 34. Just 34 ingredients in a Twinkie besides air. I have one. I still have that that solid tin. Well, it's not like 15 years old now. That uh, petrified one, and it is out of air. I can tell you that. No air left. Oh man, it's wow. 100 gross. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. That'll be used as a weapon at some point. You're oh, gonna yeah. be able to use that against the zombie hordes as they approach. Yeah. Uh, hey Scott, in years, so you remember, you know, the Hollywood sign in uh, that that overlooks the city of Hollywood in sure. California. Um, for a while, it said Hollywood Land until uh, the Rocketeer um, knocked that guy off of the Hindenburg, and he crashed and burned and burned up the words "land." I think I can't remember no. something like that. Anyway, Timothy Dalton wasn't Timothy Dalton? Did no. he knock it? Anyway. Something. Um, in years, for how long did the Hollywood sign actually say Hollywood Land? Oh, um, how many years? Yeah, how many years? So right now it says Hollywood, but for a while it said Hollywood Land. How long in years did it say Hollywood Land? I'm going to say 25 years. Okay. the uh, That is incorrect. Uh, Katie, is the actual answer higher or lower than 25 years? Ooh, I'm going to say higher. It is higher, but only by a year, Scott. Nicely wow. done. 26 years. Wow. Was... Uh, uh, was how long it said Hollywood Land. That was a that was a great guess, man. Wow, I had no idea. It was a complete guess. Pulled out yeah. of my butt. I thought it was a little too long, but nicely done. Nicely done, though, Katie, because boom, look at that. You nailed yeah. it. Uh, all right. Wow, you're doing great. If you get one more right, you get the prizes, but because I have five questions here, we're going to answer all five questions, whether or not you get it right. Uh, how many instruments did Prince play on his debut album? So back in the day, Prince releases his debut album, which I think was called For You, if I remember correctly, or was it called Prince and For You was his second album? Um, anyway, uh, just uh, just as a note, I mean, he did play all the instruments. How many instruments, different instruments, did Prince play on his debut album? I'm going to go with, uh, does voice count, or can you tell me that? I can't tell you. I don't know. Um, okay. But he, yeah, let's say it counts because he sang. So, of course, yes. Okay, so it counts as an instrument. I'll say. Sure. I'll say six. Okay. the uh, That is incorrect. Katie, is the actual answer higher or lower than six? Um, let's go with higher. I think he's an overachiever. <laughs> he is absolutely an overachiever. Congratulations. 27 different instruments, including the, the fuzz bass, the polymogue, the finger cymbals, and water drums Prince played. Wow. So a little more than 20 times what I believed was the... Well, a little more than 20 more than what you believed. Oh, I mean, 20, not 20, not 20 times, times yeah. 20 more. 
Scott does math. <laughs> Get good grades in 1984, I said. <laughs> um, speaking of math, yeah. so congratulations. You've won the prizes. We're going to continue on with these other questions because mm. they're so fun. Yeah. Uh, what percentage of American adults have never flown on a plane? Going to say... Going to say 15 percent. 15 percent. That answer is incorrect. Katie, is the actual answer higher or lower than 15 percent? I'm going to keep going with saying higher because that sounds way too low. Higher feels like the right answer on all these, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Scott was extremely close again on this one. 18 percent. Oh, wow. So it is higher. You do get the points. But uh, wow. But, but Scott, again, coming really close with those guesses. I thought I was that. way low. Like way, yeah. way low, but I thought you were going to say, oh, it's like 30 or something. But Yeah, no. It was okay. really, really close. Sounds All right. Good. One last question. Uh, back to toys, because we love our toys. Sure. How many coils does an official metal slinky have? So not the little ah. plastic two-color one, but the but the actual metal coil, the, old, the metal uh, slinky. Goes downstairs alone and in pairs. How many coils does it have? Um... Uh, who knows what average even means, but I'll say not average official. Ofi- official, oh, official. Slinky, oh, okay. Yeah. So they have an official length. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and diameter obviously, which makes the coils. So I'll, let's say, yeah. we, um, it's more than one coil, Amy. I mean, it is one piece of metal, but it is, you know, each, each go around is a coil. I'm going to say 75 coils. Ooh. All right. That is incorrect. Katie for the sweep. Is the actual uh, answer higher or lower than 75? Uh, let's say lower. Oh, you should have stuck with higher. 98 oh. coils. Um, of course, originally designed as the spring for sensitive nautical instruments. But uh, yeah, 98 coils in a metal slinky. Mr. Fierick in the chat got it. How did he know that? He'd look it up. How'd he know? Did he really? Yeah, he got oh, 98 exactly. Yeah. Wow. He answered immediately after I said it, really quickly after I said it. Mc, McPyrick. McPyrick. McPyrick? Maybe he's going to get the 911 operator game. Oh, because yeah. you're not going to play that one? <laughs> you're not going to play a game that is basically like, your work all day? was work? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, it probably actually will give me PTSD, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> 911, right, watch your emergency. called... Walking up and down Sheridan Boulevard carrying a sign. Would you like to play that game? No, I would have you not, ever. So. Have you ever seen that show, by the way, the 911 or the Texas spinoff thing? Have you seen any of that? You asking me? Or, no, her. Or, uh, Katie. No, I've never seen them. Um, I did watch the one that was actually, um, I don't remember what it was called. It was on ABC. It was actual real 911 operators they were following. Oh, yeah. that'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Tina loved that, that one. Was- yeah. yeah, that one I watched, but I was also still in training at the time, so it was kind of like doing my homework. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I could watch it now. Yeah, it's probably weird oh, now. God. But the show yeah. is so ridiculous. It's like a 911 call will come in, and it's all really dramatic, and there's like big uh, squiggly lines on the screen, like like waveforms and stuff, like the call's coming in. And they'll say, 911, what's your emergency? And the lady will go, it's all on fire! And then they'll cut to a commercial and... <laughs> Come back. It's really dumb. Yeah, real life. Ninety nine percent of the calls are are very common, random, either crazy people or just old people that fall down and need help getting up. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked about that at uh, in Vegas when we were having that drink. We talked about mm-hmm. the, most of those calls just being dull. And has any sad. of them said I've fallen and I can't get up? Have they ever said that on the line? <laughs> um. Yeah, and it's really hard not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we any can of them laugh call now. and go, "Where's the beef?" 
<laughs> That'd be good. Where's um, the beef? No, but I told you about that one lady that asked for um, be serviced by an officer. Oh, really? Yes, that's right. yes. Wow. I, that's yes. crazy. You know, prostitution is legal in Nye County where I live. Yeah. And during COVID, she called because she, she um, had an urge. She wanted to know if it was okay to visit the brothels. Yeah. Um, during COVID, during lockdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she decided to um, keep calling 911 until an officer came out. And then she was asking for us to send a cute one. And then she called back and tell us that um, to tell the officers that are coming that she's going to be in the shower. Oh, my And that Lord. she's naked. <laughs> to just come on in. Yeah. Wow. Don't, don't knock. Yeah. Just come on and in. And then they got there and she completely denied it. You know what? It's funny. When I was in high school, that would have sounded really intriguing. Now I hear about that lady. That kind of person terrifies me. If you saw her mugshot, it would not have been intriguing. No. <laughs> well, if she was arrested for abusing nine one one. Gotcha. Oh God. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, she's in a real um, meth now. I'm sorry, mess. I meant mess, uh, not meth. You know, you know what um, I meant. Anyway, so Katie mentioned, by the way, when when we were, when I was out there, that um, you can actually tour the brothels. You know, you don't have to go in there just for the mufki fufki, but you can actually go there and tour them. And uh, I thought, man, future TMS Vegas, Scott, you and me, we've got to go tour the chicken ranch. I would go there. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, I'm so curious. Their to restaurant see the is really good too. Really? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not touching any silverware <laughs> plates or. That's what I was gonna say. I may walk through there with gloves and a mask on, but I don't. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, just don't bring your black light. You'll yeah, be blinded. Yeah, I don't want that. You'll oh, be blinded. Geez, yeah. Uh, well, this is great. You've won, and here's how I know. Congratulations. You're, you're a, a winner, winner, says Scott Fletcher. And that means you're officially a winner. Uh, Brian will get to these codes, and you will walk away to San Francisco, a very, or sorry, San Diego, a very happy recipient. Uh, thanks for playing with awesome. us, and thanks for being sure. number four today, and have a fun trip. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you Bye. in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks. And don't don't have the clam chowder in uh, San Diego. Not nearly as good as San No, Francisco. the chicken salad's bad. It's all prepared naked by men with wieners out. Don't do it. Don't do any of it. <laughs> well, I was referring to San Diego, not to the brothel. Oh, they made the brothel. Not to the, not to the brothel commissary. Yeah. You know? Also, you know what? Don't I don't trust anybody who tells me authentic clam chowder is coming because it always has sand in it every time. When they tell me that, I've had that three or four yeah. times in my life yeah. where they said, oh, it's really authentic. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Sand. Every time. There's crunchy well, sand in there. What is wrong they, with you You know, people? they basically say, did any of those clams have sand? Nope. All right, we'll sprinkle a little bit in there because we <laughs> promised authentic clam chowder. <laughs> by golly, funny. we're going to deliver it. It was my fault. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. Before we do that, though, this break is brought to you by something. Hey, Brian, who is it brought to us by? Sure. Do you like classic TV from the 90s and before? Have we got the show for you? Those Were the Days is the podcast where we watch classic TV and come together to talk about it through a modern lens. From sitcoms to cooking shows, from variety shows to very special episodes, from educational TV to game shows, we're covering it all. Does it stand the test of time or is it incredibly dated? Join Amy, Stephen, Travis, and Audie as we talk about what we remember and loved about the shows that we grew up with. Find Those Were the Days in your favorite podcatcher of choice. You can also watch us record live every Monday right around 9 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash 2dorkstv. That's the number two, Dorks TV. We love having folks in the chat come hang out to remember Those Were the Days. That's awesome. Uh, congratulations on a cool-sounding show, you guys. That's That's great. Uh, let's take that break. When we come back, uh, we got a couple of cool things going on. Steven Schleicher will be here, as usual. We've got our Monday uh, dose of him. But then after that, 
a long lost friend will join the program. Oh, his name can't is, wait to hear who this is. Jerry uh, Austin Kendrell. Green. Uh, no, Justin Robert Young will be here. And boy, how do you know what that means? He's got a new show to pimp, and I can't wait to hear that's about right. it. Uh, yes, that's right. right. Justin will be here. We'll talk all about the new season of the uh, the biggest or the world's largest. What is it? The largest, biggest the con. Greatest the world's, world's greatest, greatest con. con. Uh, that's coming up here in a bit. So stick around, Brian. Please, if you would uh, play all that song. around con. Yep, all around con. Uh, hey, let's talk about a band from uh, the UK. They are again. They are rising in popularity. They're supporting Nation of Language as they tour London and Glasgow, and they've got an upcoming performance at Tampa, Florida's Tropical Heat wave festival um go check them out the band is called glove here's a song from their brand new album boom nights here's the song modern toy all right we'll be right back stay tuned Oh, oh, oh. The system is 
MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. There are two kinds of men who never amount to much. Those who cannot do as they are told, and those who can do nothing else. Not one of those girls gave a good goddamn about trigonometry. The Morning Stream. He's an annoying little bleeping insect, and I want him stepped on hard. We've returned, which means I need to hear about that performer one more time. Yeah, that's a band that Rolling Stone describes as, remember being a kid and wondering what music might sound like in the future? It sounds like Glove. Yeah, the band is called Glove. It uh, From their brand new album, Boom Nights, that is the song Modern Toy. Boom Nights coming to the MCU this fall. Boom Nights, that's right. Uh, okay, we're going to get... Speaking of the MCU. Yeah, right? We're going to talk a little bit. Well, we're gonna mostly talking Star Wars, and they're all owned by the that's same true. giant mega corporation anyway, so it works out. It's all fine. True, true that. Bring this guy in. Uh, here's his uh, thingy. And now welcome Stephen to the show. He's a huge freaking nerd. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. That's right. He is a huge freaking nerd, and we love having him on. It's <laughs> Stephen Schleicher. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Hey, Tell man. me about your dream last night, yeah. Stephen. I, so I, I'm curious. Have you ever driven like a small red sports car, like a Miata or a I something drove like a, that? A Geo Tracker. I mean, it's not small, but mm-hmm. it was red and sporty. I, I had a red yeah, I, MR2 in high school for a while. Until I broke the I had this dream that yeah. you were driving like a little Miata okay. uh, hardtop and you drove like right to one of those jacked up like F450 uh, trucks uh-huh. and you ran under it right under the bed. Uh-huh. And like I was like, oh, God, Brian's going to kill himself. And it went right under scraping and Keep I ran up. over and you were fine on the other side. The top was a little dented down. I was like, Brian, how did you do this? And you're like, I just scrunched down a little bit and I went through. Weird. What's the deal there? What was that? Why are you dreaming that? I have that? no idea. Huh. That's huh. wild, man. Yeah, right. you look at you guys with your weird dreams. I, I thought I was the only one. I'm not the only one. Oh, you no, guys, my dreams no. are strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, what do you th- do? You have a reason why you think your dreams are weird? Like, I can't figure oh, it out. Oh, yeah. I've talked about this before. It's uh, a gateway to other dimensions where uh, I'm living vicariously through my other selves. Oh. I've had this dream since I was 18 or this belief since I was in high school. So you're, so you're basically experiencing everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With other yeah. dimensional Stevens. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That movie. Wow. Uh, yeah, I had, I had this dream. Okay, so here's where the dream where I found out all right. that I was dressed up as some kind of like marine guy. Okay. And they're okay. like, when you go through this door, you will enter the multiverse. And this was, again, this is like 1986, 87. Yeah. And we went through, and the purpose was we were trying to keep these aliens, like from the movie Alien, from breaking through into these other dimensions and you go through and it's like you're in this weird mirror verse or inside your brain where you have all these dendrites and things going off on all directions and everybody was scrambling on all these bridges between doorways to other dimensions and then they're like they broke it through they broke it through and everybody was shooting at the uh 
at the aliens and then one of them jumped at me and i woke up and i was like whoa and so ever since then <laughs> wow you so you can pinpoint the start of it all That's oh cool. yeah yeah, yeah. no it was it. yeah i can go all the way back to that point your 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 own personal everything bagel that won't yep. that, people won't know what that is until they see the movie um, That's right. Well, all right. Well, Stephen, it's good to have you here. We got a text I want to throw at your your face Uh-oh. before we get going here. This is from somebody. Uh, yeah, uh, that you don't have to throw it at my face. I, I kind of like my face. <laughs> he didn't use his name, he or she, so I don't know who this is, but they said a note for Stephen and us uh, in an anonymous text that came to us. It says, hello, S and B and Stephen. Just a quick note to say I found multiple sources that confirmed Jack Kirby himself pronounced it dark side. He says oh. it is a German Germanic pronunciation of the of the villain's oh. name. Wait, uh, wait. So actually, dark it, side, not dark seed. Yeah, dark side. Because yeah. okay. there's some people out there that pronounce it dark seed, and I'm like, those yeah. people are weird. Yeah, yeah, I've always said dark side because I just I don't know. I, f- I yeah. swear some of the animation calls him dark side. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think they're calling him dark or seed either. Dark side. Yeah, or dark dark seed. <laughs> but uh, they. So this seems like some. I don't. I mean, this isn't really proof, but it's a, another voice saying, "Hey, it's it's dark side." So yeah, quit worrying about it. Good. Good. Now I feel like we can move forward with our lives and not worry about that damn villain anymore. Not until not until we figure out what James Gunn's going to do with him, right? Like we don't know. Right. Yeah. Do you think he's got plans for like? Okay, let me ask you this: If you had to predict for the Superman, what's it called? We already have a legacy. Name. Legacy. Who's our Who's our big bad there? Do you think Lex Luthor? Yeah. Think so? Mm-hmm. They go back to basics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they have to. I think at this point you have to, even though, because you got to remember, Darkseid did not come around until New Gods in the like late sixties, early seventies. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can stay away from all of that stuff. You've got like fifty years of Superman before Darkseid shows up. It's a lot. And of Superman, yeah. even then, he's more of a Jimmy Olsen villain first before Superman steps in. So yeah, that's true. Well, I'm I'm. Yeah, I can, I'm so curious about how that's all going to go. But we are going to know a lot more about new Star Wars stuff, including yeah. the announcement that Ray's getting her own Star Wars treatment. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, do you remember just like a couple of weeks ago, we were like, oh, I guess this is the, this is the end of Lucasfilm. They canceled the Kevin Feige Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. They canceled the, the Rogue Squadron from uh, uh, Patty Jenkins. They're mm. not going to have any more Star Wars movies until it was announced this weekend. Oh, no, we canceled two, but we're bringing three Star Wars movies your way, including the return of uh, uh, Daisy Ridley yeah. as uh, as Ray. As she goes in and is going to build her own Jedi Order, hopefully with a better ter- uh, result than than Luke Skywalker did when he tried to recreate the Jedi Order. Did we get a? Um, oh, there's yeah, no title good. or date or any of that, right? Just no. This okay. is just like, hey, we got Star Wars coming, everybody. My guess is the first we would see any of these new movies would be 2027 or no, 2026 would be my guess is the earliest. So. so I, yeah. uh, so not only do we get a new uh, Ray Star Wars movie, but we have Dave Filoni, who is going to be directing a Star Wars movie. Uh, Dave Filoni is the current head of all things Star Wars. He's the one that started out with the Clone Wars as a one of the animators there. And then he moved up to the rankings. And I guess he, he would say that him and... Um, uh, no, I forgot his name uh, from uh, Iron Man. and Oh, and, uh, oh uh, uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau oh, are yeah, your two yeah. big Star Wars guys. Yeah. But the Dave Filoni movie is all about, let's tie in The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, the new TV series that's coming up, The Book of Boba Fett. Let's tie that whole big giant arc up into one movie for that. And then Scott, yeah. 
Hang on to your butt. I'm holding on. James Mangold is <gasps> been tapped to do a Star Wars movie. What? Ooh. He's going all the way back to the very start of the Jedi Order when he kind of describes it as an Old Testament of Star Wars, where it's like, where did the where did they find the Force? How do we create like the the Ten Commandments and and uh, the, the the Moses of all of this stuff? How are we going to do that in Star Wars form? And so he's approaching it from this big Ben Hur spectacle of the origins of of the Force. So that's Star pre Wars that's pre oh, wow. that's pre Knights this of the Old pre- Republic and all that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pre Knights of the Old Republic, pre High That's Republic, cool. pre all of that stuff. So wow. it would be called the first Midichlorian. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he didn't make Wolverine Origins, guys. Chat room. That wasn't him directing yeah. that, or was it? He did Logan. Yeah. He, did he make? He made Logan. Logan's amazing, and he also made the second one, which is also amazing. It's really good. Yeah. But what was that first? I, I hope I don't have that wrong. Or I've been I've been giving him too much credit if that's if that's been mangled this whole time. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I don't blame him either way, but uh, uh, that's exciting. I don't. I didn't know. Right. You know, before you said that, I didn't know how I'd feel about such a thing. But I'm actually kind of jazzed now to hear that he would be. Mm-hmm. So am I. I. The one thing that I'm a little disappointed. I think one of these projects does look at the High Republic era, yeah. or there is a project that's coming up that's High Republic era esque. But uh, I'm. I really. Lucasfilm and Disney spent. Basically, 2019 until I think this past weekend, really focusing on this High Republic big story arc that was going to be tied up in comic books, which they did, books, which they did. I don't know about video games. I can't remember if there was a a new High Republic video game that came out. But all this stuff that took place at the height of the the Jedi Order and and the Republic. And they've done really good with that. And so I'm really surprised they're not doing something set specifically during that uh, time period. Right. The High Republic is a game coming from the people who did... Oh, crap. The one about the android robots future stuff i cannot remember the name of that studio shoot anyway that's that's a highly anticipated that's something that is coming that is something and i think it's called oh shit is it just called high republic it's something else it's probably called high republic i can't remember but there's a really good trailer for it um Oh, the Acolyte is High Republic? That oh, also high, got... Oh, that's, that's right. That's the, the Acolyte. Acolyte. It's one, okay. of the new TV, one of the new TV shows. And tell me about Skeleton Crew. What do we know about that? What does that do? So Skeleton Crew is your kid-friendly uh, animated series that is going to be for all the... Uh, your, your grandkids will... I say that to now, Scott. I'm not yeah, you can say that old, now. But it, it makes like, me feel really your old. Your grandkids are going to love this, You're Scott. Love it. It's called the Skeleton Crew or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> It's got Jude Law navigating the world of the Republic after the Return of the Jedi, and he's got some young kids uh, with him. And so I think that uh, that should be really interesting, especially since word is that the Daniels of Everything Everywhere All at Once will be directing at least one episode in the series. Oh, no way. That's cool. Well, that makes yeah. me very excited. Uh, so this is animated. Do we know what? No, I, I may be or? mistaken. I think that is live action. I'm sorry. Oh, it is live uh, action. Another, there is another one that is like all completely animated. Okay. That they didn't talk about it at uh, the main the main announcements this past weekend. All right. I've um, more. Well, whatever. I think Star Wars is so well suited to television that I think that's this is good to hear that there's so much of that coming. Um, I guess the, there was also a confirmation from Kennedy or somebody saying that the the um, uh, what's his name? Right, uh, 
Can't think of his name. No, the other guy that did the, the Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's Johnson? trilogy yeah. is not happening, right? That's a th- uh, the Ryan Johnson stuff. They say we would love, and again, this is nice corporate speak, right? We would love to do more stuff with Ryan Johnson. However, uh, he is super busy with all of his other projects, Glass Onion, Poker Face, that he doesn't have time right now to commit to anything in the near future. Which means, you know, Star Wars Celebration twenty twenty six will probably see Ryan come out with some movie announcements. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so on the Ray thing, a lot of people have been mm-hmm. like, "What about Finn? He needs his day." Burp, burp, burp. Like a lot of a lot of you know fans are freaking out that that it's Ray's focus, and not Finn or somebody else. Right. Um, I think that they all deserve a little better treatment. Oh sure, <laughs> and yeah. I would really like it. Uh, like I heard about this and got oh, kind of excited because yeah. I'm like, you know what? I those movies are kind of lame. I would love to see Ray get a spotlight and do something cool. Um, again, it's you know. It's all about filmmakers and writers and and directors and how how hands on or hands off the studios are going to be and how much creativity the director gets and that sort of thing. Um, but J.J. Abrams painted by the, the numbers and he was very careful with it and it was a very mm-hmm. corporately controlled thing and we all felt it as safe. fans. Yeah. yeah, it was too safe. So give her some room to do something cool and give Finn his own thing. I'm fine with that. Bring and those po, guys out again. Yep. Yeah, Poe yeah. Dameron exactly. Those those they all deserve better. So give them better. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know what the the case is. I don't know how the uh, actor who plays Finn uh, currently feels about Star Wars. If he would be willing to come back, from what I hear, again, all rumor, conjecture, anything is anything is up in the air until the script is written and you watch it on the screen. But uh, this is supposedly takes ten, takes place ten years after the uh, ninth movie. Okay. Or twelfth movie or whatever it is. So which which yeah. might actually be about right if they if that movie doesn't come to like twenty twenty five, that'll literally be ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. of that. <laughs> That's yeah. weird, isn't it? Holy Jeez. crap, twenty fifteen was that was that right? If I have that right, twenty fifteen was the first uh return to Star Wars, the the Force of Wings. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. That's I don't like how far twenty fifteen is now. <laughs> uh my favorite year. Anyway, hey, Stephen, as always, it's a pleasure. Um, do you have anything going on on the site that you want to tell folks about? Well, uh, if you want more Star Wars action, there's plenty of Star Wars comic books coming your way from Marvel Comics this week. They have Star Wars Return of the Jedi Ewoks, in case you want to follow some furry cannibals and, and their adventures. Ooh, who they also have uh, Star Wars <laughs> The High Republic number 8, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 33, and Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 31. All four of those are out this week from Marvel Comics. So Very go nice. get your Star Wars action at your local comic book shop. And don't forget, May 1st is just our, uh, the first Saturday in May is just around the corner, which is free comic book day. Mm-hmm. It's not free for your local comic book store. So if you do go and participate, make sure you buy something there. But it is free when Scott sends out some art yep. on free comic book day. That's right. We wouldn't mind if you bought stuff in the store that day as well. But uh, people don't have to. We do it every year. And I've done it since 2011, I think, 2012. Carter and I, yes. so this year's no different. This year's uh, theme is Villains at the Beach. And uh, nice. we're pretty stoked about it, so get ready for that. Nice. We'll be putting well, those up Well, Scott, soon. Brian, may yeah. the force yeah. be with you and stay hydrated. Uh, the two famous uh. lines from Star Wars, especially that hydrated one. <laughs> I mean, why else would Luke go? He's got to work on the moisture of evaporators. Right. Or who's yeah, going to do exactly. it? Exactly. Like you can't go to Tashi Station. We need to stay hydrated here uh, at home. Yeah, the whole town of Whatever they were in. <laughs> Skywalkerville. Skywalker Town. <laughs> Did we know they were in some offshoot? They weren't in Mos they Eisley. They weren't in Mos Eisley, no. They, were, they lived in uh, Boone's Farm. No, I don't know. I don't uh, know either. Bo- Boonies for sure. 
because you know yes. they were all out of B, moisture. B F and E is the, the initials of that place. That's the one. Um, all right, we're going to give Justin R. Young a call. You might be familiar with his work, and uh, he hasn't been on the show in a long time, but we're excited to have him here. I'm trying to see if I should play his thing, but I can't. Oh, I mean, you know, this is just for old time's sake. Here you go. These are their stories. No, no, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. That's so weird to hear that again. Uh, look who it is, everybody. It's your old Yay. pal, Justin Robert Young, joining us from uh, Texas now. I think the last time yeah. we talked to you may have been there as well, but uh, Justin, always a pleasure to have you on, man. What's going on? Oh, my God. So excited to be back on. So yeah. good to see you, man. It's great to see you. Look at you in the newsroom there where all the love in the world where happens. Where the news happens. Yeah, I know. News where not just the politics happens, but the politics, the politics, and the politics Wait, happens. Wait, what is all that? All the politics are happening What's at that? all times. What's that thing behind you? Is that like a, is that like a scale? What is that? Oh, it's for the it's for the birds. If 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 I ever if the birds are just hanging out <laughs> when I'm uh, streaming, so they can just sit right there. They just and, hang out. Oh, that's great. I've, I've yeah, been told that my background is for the birds. Also, yeah, your background's always for the birds, Brian. Don't they won't uh, they won't eat try to eat the wires if I'm constantly bribing them. With food. <laughs> you provide them. That's yeah. good. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, it's good to have you back. And there's a reason, folks. Uh, we always like having Justin on. We don't care what the reason is. But today's reason is important because something just launched and we're excited about it. So please tell us what's happening. Absolutely. So World's Greatest Con is a podcast that I do with a fellow friend of the show, Brian Brushwood. He is the host and co-creator of that program. And we have what I believe to be our uh, our best season to date. And it's something that we worked really, really hard on and spent a lot of time uh, to tell a story that wasn't ours uh, about Project Alpha, a thing that made national news. It was actually, uh, it came to, to a head with a national television special back in 1983. Jeez. Uh, but never has the full story been told. And we got to do it this season with the help of the two boys who did it, uh, Mike and Steve, the the thumbnail on it is, uh, I mean, you guys, this is like your wheelhouse, right? This is yeah. like the, the late the late seventies. How would you describe the belief of psychic phenomenon in the mid to late seventies? Oh man, um, I mean, I was just a little kid, but if I had to guess, it was like at a fevered pitch. You know, yeah, it was, we, we were right. We were, we were uh, a couple of years before the the dawn of Miss Cleo and yeah. nine seven six numbers, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it was all about the uh, fortune telling and uh, psychic friends network. Yeah, and that bled right into the eighties, where when yeah. I was a kid, it felt like every night you had some infomercial about some lady who was going to read your feet and tell you what the deal was or whatever was going mm-hmm. on. There. You know, and that's and that's the thing is that there was a a moment. Uh, in our in our opinion, we didn't actually didn't even put this in the show, but this was something that we had talked about a lot. That like, what happens between like men who stare at goats? Like the real idea that actual money was going into uh, a military psychic research. Yeah. And that first scene in Ghostbusters when Bill Murray is doing a psychic experiment, but is obviously just there to bang the co-ed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shocking the dweeb. Like, yeah. because in one, it's a joke, right? Yeah. He's yeah. a cad. It, it establishes character, but everybody knows it enough to know that it's not real, that it makes sense that he is doing that. But in, in on this other side, we've got hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars 
that's being spent on the serious pursuit of psychics. And that indeed was the reality, especially in the late 70s, not only through the military, uh, a lot of the things that are the underpinnings of Stranger Things uh, were real uh, 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 military investigations into finding child psychics. And some of the things that were done to these children were awful and they didn't even get psychic powers at the end mm. uh and academia spent a lot of money on this and one of these academic studies at washington university in st louis was uh called the mac lab it was called that because mcdonald douglas uh air air renautics company put the money behind it, or at least the guy who was the scion of that family put the money behind it four million dollars in our modern uh, inflated currency yeah. went into that thing and two kids went in saying we are going to pretend we are psychic if anyone ever asks us if we are psychic we will give up the ghost immediately and they go for four years back and forth <laughs> between that lab before it all comes calamitously to a gigantic <laughs> and messy end wow. uh, it makes the New York really? reported throughout scientific journals uh and and in our opinion it is pretty much the end of at least academia taking these kinds of claims uh seriously on their face how do how do you as a team uh find this stuff in the first place like what is it you what is it you guys have to do to even unearth like oh my gosh did you hear about this study and where it all went and that did someone just know about it mention it in passing how much research does that take to just just the initial getting started Project Alpha is kind of like the first one. The, the, it's been a season we were working toward pretty much since the first season. Mm. Like as soon as it's like, okay, you're going to start off. Let's start off hot. We're going to fool Hitler. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, you're not going to do better than fooling Hitler. So, <laughs> like we need to show the we need to show the audience that the show is not just about military history and Hitler's not going to be in every season. So. Uh, uh, we did a second season about game shows oh. and, and some of the crazy things that have happened there. Favorite season, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and that's like, we loved it, but I also love season two of The Wire, right? So, like, <laughs> I, I can understand some people, it wasn't their favorite because it's like, wait, hold on, you're the Hitler show, and now you're talking about Crisis, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Bob Barker. Yeah. Uh, but we had kind of, we kind of put that season two there because we wanted to get to season three and we didn't want people to be looking for Hitler in a show that we knew was going to be kind of important. And the reason why we knew it was going to be important is that I've known about Project Alpha since I was a teenager because one of the players in this story is James the Amazing Randy, who I was the first intern for at his foundation in South Florida back when I was in high school. And I've known about the lore of Project Alpha. Uh, Brian has known uh, Banachek, who is Steve, one of the boys in this story, for decades now when they both used to work the college market. And so he knew a little bit more about it. What we knew we wanted to tell this story. We didn't know if they wanted us to tell their story. <laughs> right, so right. That was a little bit of a getting to know you phase for, for us. And then we didn't know what the story fully was. And as we did our interviews with them, it kind of revealed itself to be something that was kind of the perfect world's greatest con story, which if you've listened to the show, you know that what we don't like to do is fetishize the master con man. Yeah. You know, 
the the guy that figures out every little thing and it's the Rube Goldberg, you know, Ocean's Eleven, like, oh, I pushed the Coke can and it fell down the stairs, which means it bunked the lady who spilled her chicken. And like, you know, there's always like those like big chains and things. Uh, we don't like to do that. And we don't like to celebrate people getting ripped off. What we do like to do is understand our human frailty, how we get fooled, why we get fooled. Uh, you know, the reason why the, the slogan is cons don't fool us because we're stupid. They fool us because we're human is to understand that there is an element here. And, and the story that we got with Project Alpha is not only one about these guys effectively wasting four million dollars of money that was given to this lab, but more than anything about the human cost of these guys going in as teenagers thinking that they have a righteous goal to take down this ugly thing that is happening in the world. And then by the end of it, uh, feeling really, really guilty that they're going to ruin the lives of people that they had eventually come to know as, if not friends, then father figures. Wow, that's wild to me. This whole story sounds amazing. Um, and new episodes are out now, right? A couple of them at least. First two episodes uh, are out now. Uh it explains to you, first episode explains to you the world. Because uh, uh, again, I mean, I, it's funny that you guys mentioned the psychic hotline stuff because I hadn't even thought about that. But it's like, I, but by the by the time that we get to the Psychic Friends Network, by the time that we get to um, the uh, uh, Miss Cleo stuff, psychic stuff has kind of already been relegated to like the the amusement, the, 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 the midway yeah. of our yeah. of our pop culture, yeah. you know, circus, right? It was, it was... Hey, you know, if you want to spend your money, go ahead. But at, at this point, and this is what we really have to spend a whole episode talking about, is like, this was taken deadly serious by the organizations, the military and academia, that we assume are the ones taking things deadly serious. Yeah. And, and spoiler alert, they weren't doing great experiments. Yeah, that was a weird, that was a time, man. Well, I'm glad somebody's out there shining a light on it. And if you want to get this show, where should they get it? Obviously, anywhere they get podcasts. But, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you want people to navigate this? Here's what we're doing. Number one, and I know, bless you, all Android people and all people for whom do not use <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I don't use Apple Podcasts. No. I understand. I understand that when people say subscribe on Apple, it's annoying and you're like, oh, but then I have to. So did I. All right. <laughs> Go to Apple Podcasts. If you can, subscribe to the show. Uh, also subscribe on wherever you get your stuff and listen to it on there. What we are really asking everybody to do today because in this kind of world where we don't put stuff out every once in a while, when we've got new episodes, things really kind of have to ramp up as fast as possible. And the first 24 hours on this is, is absolutely crucial. So here's what, what I would ask. Please, if you have the time today to listen to it, please do. If you like it, call if you can. If not, text. Somebody that you know that would like this whether it's because they grew up around there, they're into these kind of things, they would just really like the, the, the production or Brian or whatever, whatever the in is, we would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that you say that because in this game, if a couple hundred people do it, then the show is probably going to be a success, at least for our advertisers and stuff like that. If a thousand people are up to it, then we got a shot at like the top 200, top 100 of like all podcasts. If more than that do it, boy... That'd be a sight to see, and uh, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. But obviously, listen to it first, and 
see if it's something that you want to recommend. Well, I can tell you after listening to the first two episodes myself, it is very good, and you guys will be missing out if you don't give it a listen. It's really, really good stuff, and uh, I, I think Justin's end of it is uh, better than ever. Dog and Pony Show, man. Look out. Watch out. Very cool. It's got horns uh, on that bull, baby. Man, Woo! We, do it, we do it for the people. Do it for the people. Yeah, do it for the people. Always the people. What are you guys, what are you guys doing? Enough of me shilling my nonsense. No, What's we're just, on? you know, we're just stuff. We got Vegas in two mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, we got uh, stuff here going on. You know, busy. The busy mm-hmm. business. What's your, what's your Vegas plan? What, what, what is, I mean, I know you guys are doing the programming, but obviously like, you know, you, you might have a, like a food situation or, or, or an attraction that you'd like to see. Brian, we're doing, you wanna... uh, yeah, we're doing, so uh, I'm doing a, a much bigger task. Uh, basically it's our play on the Taskmaster game show from the UK. Okay. Uh, and I'm giving uh, Scott and company a couple of tasks that uh, they're going to be, they have to complete. We're going to watch the, the video and talk to the contestants on our big uh, Tuesday night main event. We're doing, uh, of course, a uh, a live meet and greet. Well, everything's live, right? Because we're there. Yeah, it's but a live meet and greet, greet, but followed by uh, you're doing a pure meet and greet. It happened Virtual, in yes. 2018, and That's we're right. just going to play the video for everybody. That's, That's right. right. Actually, everybody plan. stay in your hotel rooms. We're going to connect via Zoom. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's all pre-recorded this year. Uh, enjoy yourselves in Vegas. We won't actually physically uh, be there, but yeah. Hitting the high roller, taking some folks to get uh, the verbenas over at the Cosmopolitan who didn't, who haven't gotten to try that uh, magical drink. We I don't our- even know if I'm going to be participating because oh, that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the the taste changer drink, yes, the, the, the electric flower. buzzer flower. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah, weird. It's a good one. I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to go do the uh, the arcade competition again. Where last year I took a very slivery close second place, and I'm not going to allow that to happen again. But Brian's competing this year. Last year he didn't. Yeah, because that's just he, hosting and managing. Yeah, I was keep, actually keeping technically score. I did compete, but I lost in the first round because I was too busy like running back <laughs> and forth. I couldn't really yeah. devote any attention. Zoe took me out, if I remember correctly. Oh no, Zoe took you out. So I can't remember who took me out. Yeah, maybe Kathy. Uh, oh, anyway. Kathy took me out. She rocked my world at the end. But yeah, no, I so took her out in the very last second. So I got all the way to the last bracket, final game. And somebody's brother-in-law, who's never been there before and didn't know who we were. Doesn't even listen to TMS, nothing. He does now. He's like a fan now, which is awesome. We love it. But at the time, he didn't know nothing. He just came in there and rocked me and took the trophy. So uh, he'll be there this year. It'll be a real Drago meets Rocky (laughs) thing. I'm pretty. Right. I don't know which one I am. I'm. I guess I have to be the whiter one, so I'm Drago. But anyway, <laughs> you would break him. Yes, it's going to be fun. Uh, um, but I'm. I'm. I'm super jazzed uh, for you in this uh, new project. I can always. Well, can I can you, always hold on. Wait. I want, want to go back to the high roller. Go. Yeah. What do you guys have like a bounty for whatever manner of of horrifying things that happen on the high roller that you guys might see? <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it, Chris? Uh, I've already seen, yeah, me and Missoula. Yeah, when, when, when you put people in a bubble who have been hanging out in Vegas yeah. for, and they can't have a bathroom for 45 minutes or whatever it takes to, to, to do the high roller, bad things happen. And you know they happen what? on a regular basis. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because you just described the reason I don't do the high roller. I ain't yeah, going up there. Scott will not be going up I there. I ain't going up there. Forget it. Uh, there was several years ago, before the first TMS Vegas, there was kind of a an unofficial event called Brian spends 24 hours in Vegas without a hotel room. Yeah. And I flew out there, 
midday. I think you were there, Scott, for the first, like you actually had a hotel room. We did the video game thing for a while and then I continued on with everybody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were there for another 40, or, well, I guess another 24 hours or something like that. Another 24 hours. We did Top Golf. If folks want to look up uh, uh, this adventure for Brian on the Wikipedia, it's also listed for foreign markets as Cry for Help. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There you go. Nailed the it. first step is admitting that I have a problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So around midnight, maybe there were six or seven left of us. And uh, along with Mizzoul and a couple other people, we decided to go to the high roller. And we got our tickets. And a few people said, well, I've got to go to the bathroom before we get on the, the, the drinky car. So right. I, stayed, I stayed in the lobby. Everybody else went into the bathroom. One by one. They all came out of the bathroom with the same horrified look on their face and recounted the story of this guy, shirt on, everything else off, uh, furiously. What's that? Full Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie, <laughs> full Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Uh, scrubbing his pants in the sink in the high roller bathroom. Yep. Uh, yep. with a, a total mess left in one of the stalls that he just did not make it in time out. <laughs> That's amazing, but he didn't go in the in the room or in the the high roller itself, did he? Did he I crap think up he there? did. I think he did. And his first run out of the as soon as he left that pod was to the high roller bathrooms. To oh scrub my up. gosh, dude! How could you be in that pod with him and not want to just freaking die? That's a nightmare. Oh, I think he did. I mean, I, I doubt. I, I mean, unless it's a very specific crew, like I don't think they were like, "What an amazing time!" Dude. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Shame for the rest of his life. I'm hoping everybody who were, who was in that pod got a uh, ticket to come back and ride the, ride the high roller again at another time. Yeah, knowing knowing Vegas these days, they probably didn't. They probably got charged a cleaning fee. Yeah, they probably. probably yeah, yeah, that's I'm true. Sure. Probably yeah. to, you're probably paying for that with that price you go in there for. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll be doing some of that. I'll be down at the bottom with probably with Chris hanging out, just looking at it. That's what we yeah, did last Tina year. Tina'll be down there with you. She doesn't like uh, Ferris wheels of any sort. Yeah, I'm a high. I don't like heights, and I don't like people shitting in pods for 45 minutes. <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> turns out yeah, those two things. Yeah, I'm 50-50 I'm, I'm, I'm on that, but I'll leave it to the audience's <laughs> imagination. Yeah, <laughs> let them guess. Look for season four of uh, World's Greatest Con. Right, um, World's Greatest Con. Yeah, yeah. It can be who shit in the pod. Yeah, uh, who shit in the pod with Justin Robert Young. I'm very excited about it. That's right. Uh, Justin, we uh, love having you on. It's great to hear about this, and I wish nothing but uh, the best for this. We'll be playing the trailer on the show uh, as well, so people can get a little taste of it. Uh, toward the end of the show, so check that out. Uh, anything else you want to pimp or mention or say? Uh, no, it's just it's great to hear your your guys's voice, and yeah. uh, uh, I would I'd like to come on. We should just have a thing where I just come on where I'm not shilling. I don't always want to have hat and sure. Any come on, any time if there was something going on in the world of politics, yeah, it there has was been ever, so yeah. it's been so dull. There's nothing yeah. really. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll we'll come yeah. up with some excuses and get you here more often and uh, great, there's a great story in uh new york magazine today written by the great uh, olivia nuzzi who uh she went down and interviewed stormy daniels and uh it ends with the the writer the reporter on this who's a great writer and reporter just being semi-convinced that stormy daniels is communicating with spirits and one of them has infected her dream. What? <laughs> so that is 
that is that is a little a little a little reading tidbit. Uh, the the cover story of the most recent New York magazine about Stormy Daniels. Oh <laughs> but my it's a gosh! A woman, a spirit may or may not have infected the dreams oh. of the reporter of the front page story. Oh gosh. my gosh! That is insane. All right. Well, see what we've been missing out on, you guys? We didn't know that. At least say that you can't laugh anymore. No, right? you know. So, yeah. It's always a culture war and a woke girl boss and a Nazi to ruin it. No, nope. yep. we're still laughing. Knee slapping over here. There's some real knee slapping happening in Austin, Texas right now. And uh, we're glad to have you. Uh, Justin Robert Young, everybody. Take it easy. We'll see you soon. Bye. See now. you, guys. See you, buddy. There he goes. Uh, they were, there was, there was rumor, there was talk, I didn't bring this up, but there was talk that he maybe was going to show up in Vegas. That may still happen. Oh, cool. I don't know. It'll be like a surprise thing if it happens at all. Yeah. But, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Hey, Brian. Oh, love that. Yes. Let's, uh, let's move on to this. Uh, which is nothing. We're done with the show. We're going to go now. <laughs> I was looking at our show and it's like, <laughs> what are we, what are we moving on to you know what I'll do? I'll go ahead and share this now. Why not? You want to see the paper plate? My mom, uh, or I apologize to my mom oh, the, on the apology on a paper plate. Yes. Yeah. Let's just do it. Here you, you go. Gave her, you served her up an apology on a plate. I did. You did. Served it right up on a plate. Check Slice this out. Humble pie. Oh, I'll put it up God, for the chat. Dear mom, I am sorry oh, if I wow. caused you any pain. I love you very much. If it weren't for you, Look at the way I did weren't. If it weren't for you, I would not be here. Love, Scott. P.S. is the best part. Don't cry. <laughs> on a paper plate of all freaking things. Oh, that's so sweet. You Man, know, it must have been like in a barbecue or something. Like in a, you know. I must. I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, who knows where I'm. I didn't know idea where my head was at when I was that age. But here's another you know, one. Here's a little I note. do love the fact that you, you spell weren't just like you say it. <laughs> I know. Like I you, say it like yeah, weren't. Weren't. Yeah. yeah, you should see how I spent weight, weight back then. Uh, here's another one when I was about 10. Uh, it says, it has my name on it for some reason. Dear mom and dad, I had an assignment. Look at the way I spelled assignment. Uh-huh. A assignment. A assignment <laughs> that I lost it, or that I lost, and it was due today. So I had to write you this note. <laughs> write is spelled R-I-G-H-T. So you're supposed to, imagine how that's spelled, Help me learn responsibility at school. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love the, uh, like that supposed to becomes a word. Like yeah. its own, its own six, seven letter word, supposed to. I'll do one more. This is from, okay. this is almost like another apology, but I left a note on my mom's door, she says, where I wrote, Whoa, I geez, wrote mom, okay. and I'm 11. It says Scott, age 11 at the top, she says. Mom, I will take my shower tomorrow. Look how I spelled that. Uh-huh. At seven. P.S. The water's cold and I'm tired. <laughs> why, why is it? Why are you screaming the word mom at the top of this? And then I like that all the uh, nice, nice job on the center justification, though, by the way. That's, yeah, you like that's that? tough to do because you don't know how big you're going to write the word shower. And you still did it really well. Yeah, it's surprising. My typology pretty gone par. My spelling. And, and if you would have spelled tomorrow correctly, it would have been far too far to the right to be mm-hmm. center justified. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I clearly struggle as a kid with spelling. <laughs> I struggle with it now. But I, I was going to say, as a kid, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get all the basics done, but if you say, hey, Scott, quickly type the word irresponsibility, that word? Sure. I'm probably going to get it wrong. I'm going to whip it out. And then the little red highlight will highlight it. And then I will yeah. use the cheat of the last 20 years it's, to correct it. You know, as somebody who I'm a, I'm a big, 
spelling and not really spelling Nazi, but I'm like a big proponent of, of spelling. It is, it is such a bummer that it is so, I don't know. Being a good speller is less important these days because of the advent of the little jagged red line. Yeah, for sure. Right. And, Cause you just uh, can, you it don't need me it. out because you know, I've worked so hard on, I was in spelling bees as a kid. I was like, uh, you know what we should do sometime is do a game where, uh, it's called can Brian spell it and we pull somebody in the chat room you give me some really ridiculous long word I'll even put on a blindfold let's do it I'll see if I can I can spell it I'm gonna prepare something so you don't know give what it is give me some really goofy words some really crazy words and see if I can do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it cool alright uh, well there you go everybody uh, that's gonna do it for today's show I would like to remind you you know, Brian's right about the MS-150. Please give if you can, please. Yes. Please, uh, please. If you can, uh, go listen to Justin's show so you you know they get some some views and their advertisers are happy, all right? Aver- okay. By the way, right now there's a bit of an advertiser uh, floor kind of fell out of it in, in uh, February for a lot of people. Oh, Just a really? lot, of, okay. lot of people cutting budgets back, and it's across the board. Like, YouTube ads are way down. Everybody's down in the ad market. It's just the way it is. So that would really help them. And what would really help us is you joining our Patreon for very little money. Like the cheapest yeah. of all these options we've mentioned, this is the one. Patreon.com slash TMS for low as a dollar a month. You could get in, and that means you'll get no commercials ever. You get pre-show content every day. You can be part of our couch parties and play dates on the weekends. By the way, put video up for the last uh, oh, couch did it stay party. Up? So far, so good. Nice. I didn't even want nice. to give away where I did it, even though it's obvious once you see it, but yeah. I just don't want cool. any bad karma yeah, yeah, from it yeah. no no nicely done well so, done so far no pull down um anyway so that's that's going on uh, you'll get art in the mail some of those levels and there's other great monthly, monthly benefits you can only get by joining us at patreon.com slash tms and i noticed in the last few days uh even though we lost a few last month people busy got stuff to pay yeah. for i get it sure but we had some people step up and up their pledges which makes a giant Ooh. difference huge thanks to all of them you guys Listen, it's uh, you know, you're it, it, we understand times are tough and and especially tax month right now. Like thinking of, oh crap, how much am I gonna owe, or am I gonna get gonna get any money back? Uh, you, you've got five days. Better get those taxes in. But um, uh, listen, if you're not able to contribute, we still love you. Not contributing is like a head nod from across the street. Hey, uh, a buck a month. That's <laughs> yeah. a fist bump. We're like, yeah, yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you start going up from there. We're getting into uh, hugs, kisses, and groping territory. Yeah. Eventually, so, eventually uh, penetration. We're looking forward to it. It's pretty so, much, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yes. you let us know. I mean, you know, Vegas is only two weeks away. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> let us know about how you like. <laughs> Do you have a preference? Let us know. Okay. Yes, Brian, yes. Brian will, Brian's taking care of the of the tail end there that I mentioned, and then the rest Hello. of it I'll do. Well. well uh, that's an interesting way of phrasing that, Scott. Yeah, that uh, is, now that I think about it. Uh, anyway, uh, we love it if you did, so please do. Patreon.com slash TMS for everything else. Frogpants.com slash TMS. We're going to get out of here now, but we have to play a song to do that. So do you have one that we can do that with? I do. 50 bucks is a prostate check. Hey, let's get to a request from uh, 9 of 12, September. I am so excited about this. Congratulations to our friends at Geek Grills. They're turning seven in April. September says, let's celebrate my co-host, the amazing The Gen, who we're going to see in Vegas. Yeah. Mad Cat Misk, uh, Linda, uh, Rayano, or Ray, and uh, OG Lunescence. Thanks to all our listeners and to th- thanks to ANTP for helping me get my mojo back and keep this train rolling. Oh, awesome, September. You, I swear to God, that final episode the most recent season of antp that final competition about the uh 
like the news story. September killed it with an incredible story about um, beer and, and discovering this old uh, yeast uh, at the bottom of the sea that that they made beer from. Yeah. And would have won had her opponent not come up with a story about asbestos and interviewed people. It's like it was two nine and nine point five. Yeah. No, let's all just say it. Two ten score podcast competing against it was uh, white knuckle business there at the end it really was yeah yeah, yeah. It really was really good and uh amtp hopefully someday we'll come back the uh the the the, the problem is the um we've created some of the best produ- production in a podcast thanks to bobby and hammond and and the work that they put on listening to hours of of content and figuring out uh um how to parse it all down to something that's both concise but entertaining. Uh, it's just a matter of like all that time and figuring out, speaking of sponsors, figuring out ways to make all that time get paid for, yeah. uh, for Bobby and Hammond. Less sure. for me. I don't care. I'll come in. I'll host the damn thing for free and organize and do all that stuff. But it's uh, uh, time for Bobby and Hammond, our judges, uh, all that stuff. All right. Okay. Well, the judges are no problem whatsoever, Icor. Yeah, we don't. We cause no problems. Yeah, some of the no contestants problems. cause some problems, but the- some of the contestants cause problems. And uh, if you're a patron, you got to hear the problems that some of those contestants cause. Yeah, it was a little rough, Woo! a little bit rough. Those yes. guys. Anyway, yeah. Hey, as a request for September, she didn't mention a song that she wanted to hear, so I'm going to pick a song that uh, celebrates the Geek Girl, the Geek Grills team, and is a female-fronted uh, cover because it's the Geek Grills, right? Yeah. Uh, this is the band Wolf Sage. And the band Wolf Sage, by the way, is fronted by a guy named Johnny Sage, which I just love. But you've got guest vocals from female artist Lion, L-Y-O-N. This amazing cover of Lord's Team, here is Wolf Sage featuring Lion. All right, that'll do it. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another Tuesday edition of the show. We'd love to have you back, and we'll see you then.
like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. The penis is evil. Oh, Zardoz. That's an old school reference. There. Classic. It's 1981. Two boys are sitting at a table in St. Louis. These two are the subject of a scientific study that's going to change the world. Businesses, governments, and militaries all around the globe are spending millions of dollars to search for it. But these boys have it. When the lab finally publishes what these boys have done, the staff will forever be remembered for finally capturing the impossible. Because these boys are psychic. They can bend metal, stop clocks, short-circuit machines, all with their minds. They do it on command, and they do it under supervision by some of the smartest people on the planet. But of course, we know cons don't fool us because we're stupid. They thought they were too smart to be fooled. We all want to believe there's real magic. In 1979, aircraft tycoon James S. McDonnell gave half a million dollars for research. You see these people, it's the enemy. (laughs) You hold the cup of Christ. We don't see them as people. Cold War paranoia, the arrogance of academia, righteous rage from teenagers all collide in a multi-year deception. We're kids. We don't know any better. We have no clue. I don't believe they're tricking us. We did truly break the law. 
He has a complete mental breakdown. And that's one of the problems the scientists have when they're trying to judge this. They set up the experiment to start at 4 o'clock. The trick may have been done at 3.15. He's got two guns in there. They are cocked, ready to fire. I fear that he believes we ruined part of his life. For the first time ever, these two boys, now men, reveal the untold behind-the-scenes story. Exactly how it happened, why they did it, and what the consequences were that changed their lives forever. This season on World's Greatest Con, everyone will finally know the truth of Project Alpha. And it all starts April 10th. Can you tell us how do you do it? Hold on. Be quite honest. We cheat. Dog and Pony Show Audio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 